I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. The National Weather Service in Paducah reports uh, two waves of heavy rain impacted the region, with the first occurring from early morning into the afternoon on Thursday and a second round starting in the late evening on Thursday and continuing into this morning. Pockets of three to six inches of rain occurred across portions of southern Illinois and western Kentucky that resulted in flash flooding. Marion, Illinois and Central City, Kentucky were among the hardest-hit communities. Cars were stranded in submerged water on streets in Marion on Thursday, while a water rescue occurred in the Central City area overnight. The ex-wife of an Illinois Department of Transportation worker has been charged with three counts of first-degree murder and one count of aggravated domestic battery in her ex-husband's death. The Jackson County State's Attorney reports 41-year-old Alexis Stallman of Heron is accused of fatally stabbing Edward Stallman. The Jackson County Sheriff's Office had previously reported Edward Stallman was involved in a crash at a work zone site on July 20th at the intersection of Highway 127 and Ava Road in Murfreesboro. He was taken to St. Joseph's Memorial Hospital, where he was later pronounced dead. The incident turned into a suspected homicide based on Stallman's injuries. A further investigation led law enforcement to Alexis Stallman after it revealed the former couple had an altercation just prior to the crash. Alexis Stallman faces up to 60 years in prison. Her preliminary hearing is set for August 30th. The Illinois State Police encourages drivers to slow down after a trooper stopped a 19-year-old for going 109 miles an hour this morning on Interstate 57 at milepost 59 in Williamson County. Troopers say these speeds are dangerous on a dry road and exponentially more when the roadway is wet like it was this morning. The Illinois Department of Public Health says a downstate daycare worker has monkeypox. The infection of an adult at a daycare in the Rantoul area is the third case in Champaign County. State Public Health Acting Director Dr. Samir Vora says children and staff at the daycare are being screened and the administration has been in touch with the White House. We are pleased that at our request, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, has authorized use of the vaccine for anyone under 18 without jumping through the normal hoops in this process. That means that anyone with their guardian's approval will be vaccinated today. The infected person also works in home health care, and the one client they came in contact with is also being monitored. U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth says declaring monkeypox a national public health emergency is critical to stopping its spread. President Joe Biden made the declaration earlier this week. Duckworth says this will allow federal agencies to funnel more money toward developing additional vaccines and hiring more health staff. It releases the production and, and allows us to amp up the production of the vaccines and treatments for folks and to get those treatments out into the states. What's happened so far is that we're just not producing sufficient vaccines um, and, and treatments and protocols. Illinois has received a little over 39,000 doses so far. The state has just over 600 cases of monkeypox as of today. From constantly evolving COVID-19 variants to acute hepatitis and monkeypox, there have been multiple public health emergencies causing concern within the past year. The most recent illness on the radar of health experts is paracovirus, which has spread in the U.S. prominently enough to prompt the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to issue a health alert. OSF healthcare pediatrician and internal medicine physician Dr. Safiat Amawu says anyone can contract the virus. So anyone is at risk of getting paracovirus. However, um, young babies and newborns 
are more at risk of having severe infections. She says, unfortunately, antibiotics are not effective in fighting viral infections like this, and there's currently not a vaccine for paracovirus. To protect yourself and your little ones from the virus, she says, follow proper safety measures such as those put in place during the pandemic. She adds, good hygiene is a key. I'm Brad Palmer.